Trigger warning. The podcast you're about to listen to may contain sexual and violent acts committed against men, women, and children. If such acts offend you in any way, please do not listen any further. This podcast was made for an audience of 18 years and older and contains mature and explicit content. Also, this podcast may also contain a high level of profanity and explicit language. If such things offend you in any way, shape, or form, please do not listen to the podcast any further. This is your last trigger warning. If anything that I mentioned above offends you, please do not listen. Thank you. Hey, everybody. This is Jeremy with A Man Apart Podcast, episode 15, titled Hell in a Cell. So it was either yesterday or Saturday morning I woke up and I got sent this story by multiple people. I got tagged into it and everything like that. And oh, while I don't glorify violence or you know any kind of heinous crimes whatsoever, this one did kind of have to put a smile on my face. One thing I can count on with the convicts in prison and jail is that a lot of those guys are fathers. And what happens when you got a group of group of men who are never allowed to see their kids ever touch their kid like hug their kids or you know kiss their kids or anything like that ever again and you get a monster, a predator, a chomo, you know, a child molester comes into their ranks. You know it ain't going to be good. And it wasn't for Brandon Hallbrook. See, Brandon was a 30-year-old former St. Louis, Missouri teacher. Or, I'm sorry, substitute teacher. And he taught at the Melville School District. Well, why is Brandon Hallbrook so important? Well, over the weekend, he was found dead in his jail cell. So... I'm going to tell you the charges that Brandon had, which was three counts of statutory rape and six counts of sodomy to a 14-year-old girl that he began grooming on social media platforms, on different social media uh, apps since May. Y'all, he raped this girl three times in her own home. You know, people can sit there and go and say, well, where are the parents at? And this, that, and the other. I'm going to tell you something. With kids, especially teenagers, and they get tricked into certain situations, you know, there's a will, there's a way. Unfortunately, in that case, Brandon found a way. Luckily, though, and I don't know how it happened, but they found out. I'm assuming the girl told or somebody found out from her phone or, or maybe they found out from him. I don't know. I, I don't. Ha- none of those details are out. I couldn't find those details, and I'm sorry if if they are out there. I, I missed them. So if you have any any information about it, any more backstory to it, let me know. I can do a part two on this as well, just like I did with Michael Haddon. Oh, so you know, I think a lot of us feel no sympathy toward Brandon Hallbrook, and while I do agree, there are situations where people do get falsely accused. I mean, come on. Three counts of, of statutory rape, six counts of sodomy. 
you know, he's, I mean, he had access to this girl. I mean, they obviously found evidence of him grooming and talking to her. You know, for probable cause, police only need 50% plus one to make an arrest. So, while I do believe people deserve a day in court, I also believe in protecting kids from monsters. And unfortunately, our court system, had they had done their job over the decades and not give these these offenders, especially repeat offenders, light sentences and sweetheart deals or you know, on their first to go around and cause them to learn how to how to reoffend better and more sneakier, you wouldn't have these gangsters, these murderers, these drug dealers risking the rest of their life in prison taking out the trash. Because this was at a jail. This wasn't in a prison. You know, this was at a jail. When you're in jail, you're being held for your for your for your crimes. I mean, you're in a mix of all different types of people. And I'm pretty sure in St. Louis that was a pretty big case. I'm pretty sure that uh somebody had to have known that little girl. And convicts do what convicts are gonna do. Nothing more to it, right? It's a wonderful feeling to know that there are good men out there, even though they're in bad situations. They are doing what a lot of us think we would do. But, and so that's the, that, that, that's the, that's the hate toward pedophiles aspect of it. I want to give y'all another perspective. What these guys didn't probably fully, uh, were aware of that what they did was they helped this victim. Y'all do realize that this little girl didn't have to go in front of a stand on a on a stand in front of a bunch of strangers that she's never met her day in her life that doesn't know anything about her and retell how she got raped three different times and sodomized by this fucking monster. They saved her the trauma of doing that. To me that's more important than anything else. They saved that little girl not only the shame and embarrassment that she was going to feel, which she shouldn't feel it, but let's face it, she's going to feel it. To say they're not, to say these victims don't, that's a lie. They, they feel shame. They feel embarrassed. I mean, especially when it's fresh and raw like that, you know, like right after all this has gone down. I mean, it hadn't even been a year, right? It's been less than a year. I mean, fuck, it's only been a couple of months. So... I want to. I do want to commend those convicts for whether they knew it or not in their minds. They saved that little girl a lot of trauma. To me, that's more important than anything else. There's a reason why we hate these pedophiles. It's because of the victims. It's because of their stories. It's because of how, as regular like so. Just for men in, in general, right? Men in general hate these monsters. The men I talk to, they can't stand it. They're sick of it. They're tired of seeing the court systems fail. They're tired of seeing judges and DAs fail. They're tired of seeing law enforcement fail them, you know, for the, for the kids in their communities. I don't really hold a, 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 as harsh a criticism toward law enforcement as I do judges and DAs because I do know cops who are doing their damnedest and their best. They are tired of, of the court systems, especially here in Louisiana and, and, where, and where I live at. They 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 feel defeated, right? They feel like 
and this is from multiple police officers I've talked to, they feel like, man, no matter what we do, and it's not just pedophiles either, it's all matters of crime. It's like, no matter what we do to keep these, these assholes off the street, they keep coming back. I mean, you got guys who, who are felons and, and con, you know convicted felons who aren't supposed to have guns. They're riding around, you know, doing drugs and have guns in their fucking cars, right? Who, got, who are on strike two or strike three and, right, and can go back for life with nothing to lose. You, you know, these, these, these judges are all, they're trying, these DAs, they're just trying to get a conviction rate. At least that's what I'm seeing. I could be wrong, and, and if there's a DA or, or, or ADA that wants to talk to me, man, feel free to reach out to me. Give me your perspective because this is the conclusions I'm drawing to. And I could, like I said, I'm open to being you know, being, being uh, wrong on this and that maybe I'm not seeing it from another angle. It's hard not to see it from, you know, that all these coincidences that are happening of all these light sentences that any, any rational person, any rational thinking person would, would come to agree that they're just being let out so they can reoffend again. And they can get another conviction under their belt. That's all it seems to be doing. Cause they know these, I mean, they, they, it's your job to know these things. It's your job to study on these issues and you've got to know that these monsters reoffend. So why are you giving them deals? Why are you giving them, you know, the ability to have good time? Why are you giving them, you know, lighter sentences and not giving them the max sentence for their crimes? A lot of people where I live at and all over the country want to know those, want those questions answered. Because you see, if, you judges and you ADAs don't want to do the job that you're elected to do, which is to take care of your community and keep your kids safe in this community. Those convicts are going to do it for you. And I just hope, I hope and pray that they do a lazy ass job on investigating what happened to Brandon Hallbrook. I can be, I, you know, I, I could be a sinner going to hell for saying that, but he don't deserve justice. What he did to that little girl. Nah, Nah, I don't care. You don't have to like my message. You can hit pause and just say, "I'm fuck this guy. I'm never going to listen to Jeremy ever again off a of Manaport podcast. You can do that. But I'm not the only one who thinks this. I'm not the only one who feels this way. I'm not the only one who, who, who thinks that our children should be safe in our communities and who want to, you know, who want them to be, you know, who want them to be able to trust in different institutions and agencies that are designed to protect them. You know, whether it be at church, at school, with law enforcement, with DCFS, with CPS, we really want to believe that these people are doing good. But man, you go, you just go down, just research these rabbit holes, and I'm telling you, you will find story after story after story, and they're all heartbreaking. Do I think some people might be full of shit? Maybe. But, I mean, you can't, you can't tell me that thousands upon thousands of people are all conspiring, you know, tens of thousands and, hun- and almost hundreds of thousands of people are conspiring all together with no connection to each other. I'm sorry, you, there's no way you can convince me of that. It's not some conspiracy. The, the reason why we're just hearing about it now in this day and age is because of social media, is because of the internet, and we're able to connect with people the reason why I haven't dropped any too many episodes lately uh, is because I've been talking to these victims, and they've been sharing their stories with me and talk and just on the phone with them. And 
you survivors, I want to tell you that I love y'all very dearly and deeply. And I wish I could just hug y'all and soak up y'all's pain. Because it is horrible and heinous. And no one deserves to go through what y'all went through. I mean that truly from the bottom of my heart. I truly, I feel sorrow that we have these people who are elected who just seem like they don't give a damn. And, you know, I can't go run for office. I mean, shit. I, I'm too, I'm too bold. I'm too, I'm too profane. You know, I, I don't, I don't, I, I can't talk in corporate speak. I can't talk that corporate political speak. I can't do it. I just can't do it. Maybe there's somebody out there that wants to, and has a clean record and, 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 and clean Facebook or social media presence. And, you know, is more polished than I am that wants to fight and wants to do the right thing. And I hope you, I hope that, I hope you're listening. I hope maybe, it's you that are listening that, that wants to go do that. Me, I'm going to fight the best way I know how. I'm going to bang this war drum. And I'm going to keep banging it. And I'm going to keep pushing this out into y'all's faces. And make opening your eyes and letting you see what's going on. And I know these stories are uncomfortable. I know they are. And they're meant to be uncomfortable. Because it should compel you to do something about it or to go help the victims. Point blank. You think I want to sit here and research rape cases and child molestation cases all day? No, I don't. I've, I've told that to victims. I've told that to any of y'all. I, this is not something that I, that I thought I'd be doing with my life, and this is not something that anybody would want to do. But at the same time, I'm sick and tired of seeing nobody do anything about it, and I'm sick and tired of sitting on the sidelines and having these feelings about it. And not trying to bring a positive change to the world. That's why I do what I do. That's why I delight in Brandon Hallbrook's demise. Now I glorify vigilante justice. No, but I can't tell you. I can't lie to you and tell you that I didn't. That didn't have a smile on my face when I read the story, though. Man, I just ear to fucking ear. Good. Fuck them and feed them fish heads. How I feel about Brandon Hallbrook. Oh, you're just a mean motherfucker, Jeremy. You damn right I am. And I found the right people to hate on. Flat out. I found the right ones to hate. Because they're not people. Pedophiles are not people in my opinion. They're monsters. And I judge monsters accordingly. Y'all, I hope... I do have more stories coming down the pipeline... And I'm going to talk about it in my announcements. I just wanted to share about the story I found over the weekend and give you all the perspective that it's not really just about Brandon Hallbrook that I was mainly want to talk about. It's about the victims, about his victim, his female 14-year-old that he raped and sodomized and that she gets to, she gets, she gets justice. She truly does. She gets, she gets her justice. I mean, I, I think it's the right justice in my opinion. Some victims, they feel like, you know, they want to see their, their, their abusers in court. Rightfully so. But this good old boy from the backwoods independence feels like justice was served. This little girl gets to go and, go on and, and be loved and, and healed. And hopefully she's getting the counseling and, and, and the therapy that she needs. 
and that she gets all the support from people that she needs. If you know this little girl, um, just hug her for me. Love on her. Tell her, I said, hey, you know, you got people that actually care about you. Because I do. Don't even know this little girl's name. But I know one thing. I would definitely, definitely support whatever that she was trying to go through to, to heal, right? And I just... Oh, God. I, just, I don't know, y'all. I just... Oh, so many feelings. So many raw emotions, I guess, right? Well, y'all, this this going to conclude that episode. I know it was a little short. I am going to talk about some announcements in the next part. If y'all don't like announcements, that's fine. But I am going to acknowledge you listeners as well. So I'd encourage you to listen. Before I sign, before I turn off the episode part of it and everything and put on the announcements part, I want to thank y'all from the bottom of my heart for each and every one of you listening and reaching out to me and coming to me with these stories and the survivors, y'all, the people I've been speaking to. I love y'all dearly from the bottom of my heart. I, my heart breaks for y'all that y'all had to go through that. And I'm awestruck by y'all, by your, your sheer strength of will to want to stand up and let your stories be told. And giving me the honor of speaking with y'all because I do consider it an honor. You know, I and, and I'm glad that I'm, I'm hoping I'm making friends for a lifetime with y'all because y'all are some very wonderful ladies. And it's been ladies I've been talking to. And I hope that I can find a wider range of, of, of people to, survivors, to get their story out there and across. And it's good to know that there are good people that actually do care about y'all. They are. They really truly are. And, I, you know, I'm going to tell you stories so they can find y'all and, and, and reach out to y'all and give y'all love. That's what y'all need. I ain't got all the money in the world, but I got a lot of love to give. So that's what I'm going to give. Thank y'all so much. Y'all, every time y'all share this podcast with somebody, every time y'all talk about it, you know, just tell your mama, your daddy, your brothers, your sisters. Tell everybody about it. Let them know. Share it, you know, and I'm on Facebook. Let you know it's called a Man Apart podcast on Facebook. It's a public group. You're free to join. I don't have it to where you know it's not big enough to where I need to need to start having it as a private group and asking all these questions to spam out bots yet or anything like that. And when it gets to that point, it gets to where it gets too wild and out of control. I'll control it from you know I'll I'll, I'll take steps and if somebody wants to moderate. That's fine as well. You can moderate for me. I have no problem with that. Um, it takes a village to get all this going. Y'all, uh, just very excited about what the future holds, and I'm not excited about all the interviews I'm about to do this coming weekend, but man, I'm going to say that for the announcements. But I will say that I'm excited that I can help somebody. That's where I get, that's where I'm happy, is that I'm doing, that these people are telling me I'm doing something good for them, and that they feel the love that I give them, and that means a lot to me. It really does. So I just want to say that before I signed off the episode part and in a few seconds you'll hear the announcements part. Thank y'all. Bye. Hey everybody. So announcement time. Told you it'd be a few seconds. 
So look, um, I got, I know y'all, I, I know a couple of y'all have reached out to me and was like, hey, when you coming out with a new episode, when you coming out with a new episode, y'all, I've already put out, this will now be episode 15. They will start slowing down at the rate of which I'm putting them out. I wanted to give y'all enough content to kind of binge out on and everything like that. And to be, I'm trying to do once a week drops. I am. Now, when it comes to interviews, uh, because of the fact I work a full-time job, me and my wife have a business, and trying to balance all that with my podcast and spending time with my family, it, it does take some time management. But I want to tell you that your patience will pay off. I have, I'm, I'm, I'm lining up a couple of interviews this weekend, so you should have at least two to three episodes of interviews, if not two to five. I'm, I'm being very, very, uh, very braggadocious and very, very big headed with that one, but I'm going to try to do five this weekend. So that way you'll have five episodes all lined up back to back. And now I'm, I have it set up in my schedules to where I can do interviews every other weekend. So this weekend is interview weekend. Next weekend won't be. I'll try to put out an episode during those weeks where I, where I don't have any, any, any interviews lined up to give y'all some content as well. And to just be aware and share things that I learn. So just know that, um, like I said, I'm, some of these stories are very horrible and very heinous and, um, you know, I, I try to take breaks when I can. I had a friend of mine reach out to me yesterday and was like, Hey, I love you to death. Take you, take you some time for your mental health. And, and I tell you, I love you for that, Mo. Thank you for that. I did though. I, I listened to music and, uh, you know, I got to spend time with my wife this weekend. You know, we had a birthday party for one, for one of her, her, her nephews. And then we had a, a doggy, doggy birthday party we went to this weekend. So it was really nice to go do some stuff like that. You know, me and my wife went to a, a little bistro that we like to go to now. We're starting to make that a tradition on Sundays. So this is all these little different things we're doing. And I, I, I enjoy that time with her. And I enjoy my my time with my family and my dogs. That's, my dogs are my family, so it, it was it was good to do that. It was good to clear my my headspace and not be just so you know. Work you know researching one rape case to research another rape case and this that and the other. You do got to take time for yourself, and I will I will tell y'all. Even listen to these stories, listen to some music. Talk to people, just zone out, do something, you know, don't, don't stay, don't stay hyper-focused and obsessed with this, uh, because it will take a toll on you mentally. I, 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 I think part of me though is, is that doesn't really take a toll on me as it, as it gives me fuel to, to want to fight. I don't feel like I want to go and, you know, go off myself or anything like that. I just, I feel like, man, I just, like, it's so few people fighting and so many battles to fight that that's why, you know, I, I feel so focused on this. Um, man, I, I got another episode lined up that I want to discuss on a topic. You know, I a lot of y'all know I, I put myself out there with my Christian faith and how, and me asking God why on a lot of these cases and stories and I got. I learned from a survivor today a new perspective, and I think it's great. And it's going to be the question where, and also about holy discontent. 
So stay tuned for that perspective coming soon. I got, man, I went through the rabbit hole of the, the, the troubled teen industry. And I'm going to tell y'all something. This was something I never even realized was a thing. And if yeah, some of y'all are, are going to be like, well, yeah, I've heard about that. I, I never heard about it. I've been on this for 35 years. I've never heard about the abuses of the troubled teen industry ever. They call it the TTI. Go research it. You'll see what I'm talking about. I've shared a couple of stories that I've, 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 when I found out about it from some of these victims, uh, on, on the Facebook page. So if you want to see what the stories are, go look up and see Sabrina's and Susie's stories. And I'm going to have Miss, Bar- I think I have Miss Barbara's as well. Um, and I'm not going to tell you anything about them. You just need to go listen to these interviews, uh, from a podcast called surviving abuse by David Keck. And, uh, I got to, got to talk to David this weekend. I got to talk to uh, Sabrina and Susie, and I'm reaching out to Miss Barbara sometime today or tomorrow. And so, uh, you know, f- lovely people. I will say um, some interesting stories. And also, if y'all don't know, if, uh, the other night, you know, the inspiration to this podcast, Woody Overton, Real Life, Real Crime. He just won Podcaster of the Year. Uh, true, I think best male podcaster, uh, best true crime podcaster, best podcast influencer of the year. And I think like two or three other awards and him and Jim Chapman both won their, uh, an award for the bloody Angola podcast that they're doing. Uh, Woody has done a really great job with real life, real crime. And I want to give him props for it because he's the, he's a good old boy from Livingston parish who inspired me to want to do this. Um, just listening to it, I, I never, you know, I never spoke to Woody except one time on the phone, and it was about my podcast. It was about how to grow it and and just different tips and tricks and everything like that. I never had these deep conversations with Woody. I just got to hear his stories, and he inspired me in the direction I wanted to go into. Um, and these are cases that he actually worked. So, yeah, it's he's got a he's got a fuck ton. I would say. Um, I know he's definitely got more than 15 episodes for sure on his podcast. Uh, either listen to it on, on Spotify, Apple, Google. Um, he's also got his own app. He has his own app on Google and, and Apple play store. So, and I know the first season's free. So I got, that's how I got on with it. And then you pay a subscription, you know, for it to be a lifer on the app. I don't know about anywhere else. If you got to pay for, for a subscription, but I'm telling you, support the man. It's worth it. I don't get nothing out of this by telling y'all this. I just, there are good podcasts out there. Surviving Abuse is another one. Bought by the Hour by Jill Jones is another one. I got to see the trafficking side of of abuse and uh, hear about that. And it was a very interesting perspective. And hopefully one day I'll have Jill on. And if not, that's fine too. But I'm going to share her podcast as well because it's, it's worthy of listening to. And these people have either reached out to me or reached out to them. And I got to say, it's a wonderful world of people that are involved on on the true crime aspect. A lot of us all agree that we want victims to feel safe. We want them to feel loved and supported. And so that's what I plan to do. It's, you know, it, you know, it's all fun and games to hate on pedophiles and, 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 and to have that hatred inside of you grow for them and everything. But, at the end of the day, man, it, the reason why we hate them is because of the victims, because of what they did to them. And those victims deserve our love. So 
you know a victim in your life, go give them, you know, go ask them if it's okay to give them a hug. And if it's okay to give them a hug, give them a hug. If not, tell them you love them. Reach out to them. Ask them if they're okay. Support them. Please. They need it. I'm Now, I will say another good announcement, another good yay. I'm on Apple Podcast. Unfortunately, I think as far as I know, I am only on my first seven episodes is on there. Same with Google. I don't know why. I don't know. Maybe it's because that's around the time when I started putting ads into my uh into my to my podcast on Spotify or what. If anybody who's tech savvy about that, any of you podcasters know why it won't upload, let me know. I've tried to update the RS the RSS feeds. Um, I don't know what else to do. Uh, you know, short of trying to get somebody on on Anchor or Spotify on on the phone, I don't know. But all my content, all these episodes are going to be on Spotify. So keep listening to Spotify. You know, I'm trying to convince people to download Spotify. And it's great that they are. Other than that, um, like I said, I got some interviews lined up this weekend. If you're not on the on the Facebook page, you know, a Man Apart podcast Facebook page, please get on it. Please join it. Like I said earlier, it's it's a you know it's just a great way for all of us to interact with each other. It's also a great way for us to you know connect with each other. I also have a TikTok, uh, which is called J Dog Chewy Two Sixteen. It's where I make a lot of those TikTok videos you'll see on Facebook or on you know on the podcast page or even on my personal. Reach out, you know, hit a like, follow it. I, lately, I've uh, I've slowed down on on my anti-pedophile content and just mainly used it for drops and for certain subjects, you know, along within their terms and limits, with their in their terms of service, I guess you'd call it, so they don't flag me or ban me. Um, and that's kind of also what sparked off this podcast was I got tired of being flagged by TikTok and I wanted to do long format content. So like the stories I wanted to tell, I tried to do Hosanna and I didn't do it justice. I did like 10 parts to it and on my last part, they flagged it down. So, uh, the audio, so Hosanna will be my season one finale piece. I don't know when I'll have it. I don't know when I'll, I'll be doing it, but it will come in the future. I'm getting some things together and trying to get people together to do to give it a different perspective than what anybody else has done because the people that did good work on on the pot on their podcast with it are not from the are not even from Louisiana and don't even know how to like fucking say Ponchatoula or Tanchpahoa Parish or you know or 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 you know I heard one podcast going what do we call him Louis Lamonica Jr. do we call him Luis or Louis Lamonica no it's Louis Lamonica Jr. I mean. I guess people think that we live out here in these swamps and everything and not realizing we don't live in fucking swamps. We're not, you know, you know, not all of us do. Um, you can't, you know, a lot of us, you can get to our houses by road. Okay. It, it's, you know, I, I, hell, I live, I live in the town. I live in a city right next to Baton Rouge. I mean, I, I'm, I'm a city boy now, you know, I grew up out in the country, but I live in the city and I freaking love being two or three minutes away from everything. So sorry, rabbit hole and, and, and my ADHD brain going off. Back to my announcements. That's it, I think. Um, <laughs> sorry. That's it. I uh, I just want to say again, thank you all. I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you liking and sharing and telling everybody about it. Keep doing that. It, it does help. And, oh, I almost forgot. I'm glad I... Uh, uh,
James Fairbanks, and, Jake, and Jason Vokovich. I've done a story with an interview with Amanda Henry on episode 10 about James Fairbanks and what he, and what he did for that lady, giving her justice. I also got a couple of more stories on lining up from that one interview. Um, Jason Vokovich, I've been in contact with his sister, Angelina, and we're going to line up an interview sometime soon in the future. Don't know when. She's got a very busy life, and she's trying to balance out the battle she has with Free and Jason and with her with her family as well. So I don't, and probably work and everything else in between. I know she's got a bigger following than I do. So, and I'm gonna tell you flat out, just as a brother to to a sister, um, one hell of a sister, you know. I mean, a fucking gangster of a sister right there, trying to get her brother freed. Angelina, you keep doing what you're doing, sweetheart, and you keep you keep fighting that fight for your brother. I will be sharing his story soon. I'd, I'd actually like to just share it from her perspective. Maybe I might do one just as a standalone, like this episode. Uh, my, you know, my solo episodes that I do, and that's about it. Uh, if y'all haven't supported Mighty Moms, y'all need to go give go give them people love and support. They're trying to feed all the kids out here in Livingston Parish. Anything you want to donate to them, be greatly appreciated. And they're on Facebook. They have a website. It's not hard to find. It's called Mighty Moms in Livingston Parish. Good people. And I hope that y'all listened to that episode I did as well with the when I interviewed Miss Beth. And if any of you ladies or, or men who just want to help take care of kids and want to be more along the lines of the nurturing side of, of children, uh, go and try to feed these hungry kids. You know, they need help too. And go see how Miss Beth and her and her partner Dawn did it. So that's it. I'm reaching out to other organizations as well. And there's some that I really want to talk to. One that I'm interested in is Project Polaris that I found out through uh through Jill Jones's podcast, Bought by the Hour. So I want to reach out to them and see if they want to do an interview and talk about what they do. Because I think them help them helping helping traffic victims, sex traffic victims, is a very important thing as well. I went to a seminar this last week. It's, it's part of the Save the Children Foundation. It's called SCAN. It's called Save the Children Action Network. And they do things along the lines of putting pressure on lawmakers to give more funding for uh, pre-K education and, and food programs for small children. While that might not be something, a battle that I'm fighting or anything like that, I'm more along the lines of trying to fight pedophiles and, you know, get lawmakers to make harsher sentences. They're they're on the other end of it, you know, taking care of the children. And so it takes more than just somebody like me and the fights I'm choosing to really help kids. I, there's a lot of overlapping layers of issues that we all need to tackle and address. So if that's something that's up your alley, uh, they got... They got like, I think, what, 17 states they operate out of. They're just starting to operate in Louisiana. Uh, go check and see if your state's one of them. That's about it, y'all. Well, look, I love y'all. Y'all be safe. Keep your kids safe. Protect all children, even if they're not your own. Be blessed. Bye.